So anyway, I had an interesting experience. I was feeling some kind of way because I'm still dealing with my toilet and, uh, you know, different things that seem unfair to me. Anyway, I was, uh, I don't know. I, I get comfort from listening to people that, uh, some people read the word, some people just talk about what they think about the word or spiritual things that are happening or how they feel or, you know, it's just, I always like to get insight into how people are feeling. So anyway, I was listening to this channel and I think he's called Lions of Israel and he was mirroring another channel and this other channel had on um this other channel was a guy that was showing this video or it was a picture of these it looked like it it was like lights but the guy thought that excuse me that he saw ghosts the guy thought that he saw ghosts and in a way when i saw the purple light i was like oh that looks like something out of ghostbusters any of the Ghostbusters, you know, I've seen the new trailer, I've seen all that stuff. You kind of see these lights and it's not neon, but it's, you know, like you'll see greens, you'll see purples or whatever. And the guy was trying to figure out, he was just like, the guy that was mirroring it was like, these are light beings. And I, the, the other guy, the original guy said, oh, no, there's people in there. But he said, it's women. And then the guy that mirrored the video said, no, I don't see no woman. He's like, I see the most high or whatever. So I was really looking. I was like, what do I see? And I saw a, a person. And I saw him in an interesting way and y'all know that I can talk but I can't tell you yet what so how did I see him I can't even tell you but I saw a face roughly I you know what I felt him even more than I saw him but I saw him I'm telling you if you go back in my memories you'll see that I did see him and then I even saw another guy there and some of the other ones. There was a group of them standing there and I really could only make out two of them. And I think that they let me see them. And I was like, whoa, this is a video of a past event, multiple past events. Do they have the ability to send messages or to be in the moment in the past? And say something, do something? Anyway, I thought that was cool. But so the second that I tried, I got really excited. And the second that I tried to see them more and to really make them out, they disappeared. And I couldn't see it anymore. 
And I was like, I saw it so clearly. And you know how, you know, this is really, in a way, this really affirms something that I've been doing for a while that so many people who are pretty basic or just didn't get what I was doing, they'd be like, why is she staring at the wall? She's seeing things, you know, and I have a way um, when I don't, when I, when I can't, right now I have such chaos around me. I don't have enough space to have a work studio for my designs or to start drawing or whatever. You know, some people will be like, well, if you really want to do it, you'll do it. But it's just so, you have to have all your pencils and all your stuff and it has to be, I need some kind of, I can't do it in, in, in this environment. So just because I can't do it in that environment doesn't mean I'm not going to keep exercising, you know, my imagination or my artistry because I know that as long as I keep it doesn't matter where you create it it doesn't matter where you create it it really doesn't um it's better if you manifest it so that other people can see it but as long as I know that I saw what I would have painted or what I I can almost pull the exact image the finished image already out of myself of what it would be if I had the chance to pencil it or ink it or paint it or whatever. So it's kind of my way of doing art without, without actually doing it. And it's there and I remember it. And you know, people are like, those are splotches. Yeah, but I can go back and I can see, I can get my image right back that I created, painted with my mind or whatever. So um, anyway, I think that that is connected to something else, which is, I have like some things going on. I wouldn't say that my I wouldn't say that my vision is is getting worse. I would say that my vision is changing. My literal eyesight vision is changing. The way that I see is changing. Some people might be like, "Oh, this bead or whatever." You know, they might not get it, but in some ways I'm seeing more. I'm seeing more, but in a but differently. Right? So I saw those guys, and then they were gone. And then they were, in the video, they were still pontificating about what it was or who it was or the light beings or whatever. And thank God I have practice at recalling my images that even though they didn't let me see them anymore, I remembered what I saw. And it reminded me of Darth Vader. Not not the black, not the uh, patent leather, but uh, just the basic design of the outfit was like his outfit. And I was like, you know, Darth Vader is not the only person that dresses like that. The Jedi dress like that. So then I started to put it together 
And like I said, I really couldn't see the faces of the other ones. They hid themselves. They hid themselves. And so, but I could see the clothes. And they were they were dressed like the Jedi. It was a combination of what we know to be the Hebrew chest plate that I've been wanting to put on my episode, just never getting around to doing. And remember I said I never go crazy over, you know, people why doesn't she finish that? Because I don't have the whole piece of it yet. And this really brought it together in a way that I had not understood it before. So those were the breastplates that were shining in their outfits. And there's more, there's more, there's more to tell you, but I became concerned because maybe they're not to be seen right now. You know, it's not time. And it dawned on me. The lesson that I got from it was that God was trying to remind me about faith. And I trust me, I did not ask for a sign. I, I'm not like that. I don't ask for signs. I know all about that. Read it in the Bible. I know that stuff. I didn't ask for a sign. But I was feeling like downtrodden, not depressed. But just like, why are people letting this happen? You know, don't they see that it's wrong? And don't they see that everything that you think is happening to me is going to happen to you next? So if you think that it's funny or you think that it's whatever, it's just a preview, you know? But for some reason, people are just playing this pretend game that they don't see or hear it, but that's whatever, that's their deal. But I was feeling some type of way and um, I'll tell you something and uh, I don't know, it might be surprising, but I think it's a good thing to say right now that um, that I appreciate men. I'm going to say that. Um, just because one person does something that is not right or not good doesn't mean everybody else like them is bad. And I will tell you that I think that I am onto something that we already know, which is like when, when you have the babies in the womb and they're hearing the dad's voice and everything like that, it does something, it balances the child, okay? And we know that... um Men are going through changes because of biological changes in the environment and their voices are getting higher. So that means that it's affecting the child in a different way. So people don't even realize these subtle changes that have profound effects on children and the balancing of their feminine and masculine energies and maybe why people are... uh, you know, coming to certain conclusions about themselves and not understanding, you know, that something's actually being done to get that result. But anyway, I wanted to say that I appreciate men, uh, men of faith, men of faith. Um, 
I applaud you that in this time where your masculinity is being threatened, that if you can still go on YouTube and or wherever you are, wherever it is that you're representing masculine spirituality, um, know that just your being at church or talking about it or doing an audio or doing a video, your, your energy and that you are spiritual and you love the Most High, it is really affirming for the human race and I'm sure that upsets somebody. But with the way that I was feeling, I just thought that God kind of let me see that there are some, there's some good men, like really good. The thing that I can tell you about the impression that I got from who I think were the Jedi, the real Jedi, I, they must know so much more than they're telling us because I'm telling you it's real and it's almost exactly like the real thing. And then I started thinking about the movie and I was like, yo, why in the movie did they make Darth Vader's voice James Earl Jones, which is like black man voice, like Vin Diesel, like black man voice, okay? I don't care how light they are, the voice is black. And I'll tell you, the first time they took off the helmet of Darth Vader, I thought that was James Earl Jones. <laughs> I was like, I thought that was him. And like, I was like, okay, so he's dying. So he's a little paler than usual. I did not even know that. I didn't even know that was another actor. But anyway, I knew his voice was different. But anyway, I think that they were trying to tell us something by choosing James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader. And then, uh, what else? The, the costume of it being this black patent leather. They, I think they were trying to tell us that the real people that looked and dressed like Darth Vader were black. And that that is the story of what happened to our, um, I don't want to call them messiahs, but maybe they were to our, to our, uh, to our knights that were trying to protect us, uh, during the invasions, um, before the invasions happened. Okay. They had cracked the ability, the abilities of the sixth dimension, Meaning, they they had powers, just like Vader and the Jedi from the Force. They had those powers exactly the way that we see it in the movie, right? Excuse me. And then what happened was the same exact thing that happened to Vader. They got seduced by the dark side. That's what happened to our protectors, to the, to the great, some of the great, um, and, and I'm going to be honest, that I think that they were Moors. I think that they, that what I saw, I think that they were dark skin. I, I think that they were Moors. 
This is just my feeling. This is just my impression. And so they were seduced by the dark side. And that's how the invasion happened and the people got taken over because the Jedis were corrupted, seduced by the demonic forces of the dark side. So we've been sitting here watching Star Wars all this time and we didn't know there's a reason why they bought it back, not just to make money, but because this is the story of exactly what happened. This, this is everything that was sitting there trying to put it together. I'm like a moron today. I'm like, oh God, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to, you know, and I'm trying to put it together and oh, I'm going to go into Akashic Records and, you know, like doing all this stuff and it like just literally dawned on me everything we need to know I said this with He-Man they already told us but we're not looking at it because it's like it can't be exactly that but yes it's exactly that we're looking at the story black people People that may have Hebrew in their DNA. Let's just say that. This is your story. It's your story. This is what happened. Remember when I told you guys the black nobility? The black nobility. In order to control. Okay, so they started. This is where they went wrong. And this is the lesson and this is why they're telling us Star Wars again and why they had everyone in the story in different ways. It's not just about entertainment. You know, I heard that Star Wars girl today and she was going off and a lot of things that she said was valid. But what we don't understand is that these movies are not for our entertainment. These movies are telling us the truth about the human, uh, the human history that we have not been told, that we were not told in school. And that all this stuff that the secret societies know, they hide it in cartoons, they hide it in mythos. And so technically, why don't they have karma? Because they told us, they did tell us, and they put it right in our face. And so, yeah, they're laughing, but in another sense, that was, remember I said motive? The, there has to be levels of purity in terms of intention to accomplish certain things. So let's say even if they want to do something bad, if they tell you exactly what it is, and you accept it. If you don't, you know, everybody doesn't understand when I go, no, I don't agree with that. No, I know this is not true. You have to do that. Because if you don't do that, you're giving consent. When you just roll over and be like, oh, well, that's what it is. And blah, 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 blah. You're giving consent. And that it frees them from the karma understand that that you have been told but if you are not wise as a serpent 
with the serpent wisdom, with the eyes to see and the ears to hear, you will miss it. And it's right in our face. And how many people were like, they messed up the story. I'm not going to go see it. And so in a way, them not giving it their all or sabotaging it or whatever that they, they did, not giving it to us the way that they wanted, by them doing that, a lot of people aren't going to see it. And they're going to forget why we fell in love with it in the first place and what was the value, what was the, st- what was the lesson if we're all Jedis, right? And we all, we're all got the uh, mitochlorians and we've got the battle inside us for the good and the, the light and the dark and the everything. That less, there's, there were so many lessons and now I got to look at the movie in a totally different way. And I would even say people that think that they saw it, look at it again. Because you might see some different things. Because even Ray, I started, and we know that Ray is Bay, and we might talk about that a little later on. Uh, I'm going to do a movie on the radio. They can put how much ever of the movie that I didn't do. I only did an hour. Um, but how much ever they want, they can put in or take out or whatever. Up to them. But um, the thing about Ray automatically having it, and then her being related to a Palpatine. One reason why that made sense to me, this is just something that came to me, is that um, maybe the people that are from the dark side and on the dark side, they cheat. They cheat. So they're going to fast forward to already being able to do something if they have any kind of way to do that and not go through all those lessons and because they're trying to skip the lessons because the lessons are part of the most high's discipline so in order to extricate yourself from the overview of the most high you've got to go outside above and beyond and you've you've got to you don't play by the rules basically So those black nobility that were already in charge of all the melanated people of the earth, they wanted to, they wanted to do slavery. And when I say slavery, meaning they really wanted to enjoy carnal pleasures and beyond carnal pleasures you know, outside of what the Most High had planned, you know, and in order to get the power, you know how He-Man says, I have the power. In order to get the power, we know that they had to do sacrifice. They had to do all kinds of, all kinds of compromising of their original doctrine and the original way that they were before Christianity compromised a lot uh, in order to create slaves. To create slaves. They created the slave system, the black nobility, okay? But then 
I think that the knights, and I'm wondering if they're the Knight Templar. I don't know if it's the same because when I see that Hebrew breastplate, I'm thinking they're Hebrew. Anyway, um, whoever they are, they definitely look like Jedi and, um, and they, their auras, I read that in their auras that they, that they were, they were righteous. They were righteous. And I think that they were actually fighting some of their own, some of their own class that, uh, got corrupted and wanted to rule and wanted to, um, enslave and just be rulers and hoard things. You know, I think that's where they get the hoard in He-Man. So anyway, black people, when we're trying to understand what, how did we lose dominion of that black nobility that nobody wants to admit they we got the historical evidence. Anybody can look it up. Anybody can see it. Uh, there's some people that are really resistant. They don't want to know that we ceded the original countries. They don't want to know about uh, the Moors that were over here or the Indians that they, uh, you know, cohabitated the country with. They just don't want to have a conversation about any of it and just slide it under the rug. But you can't slide it under the rug because we were the original uh, caretakers of the planet. Okay, there's there's some spiritual things going on that's bigger than human beings and our agendas, whether good or bad. The earth herself, the earth herself is going through some stuff. She's rebalancing. So it's we either get with that program or that's it. So she's going to rid herself of if the protectors don't do what they're supposed to do, they're going to go down. I mean, I hate to say that everything is going to be about intention and motive. The purity of your heart. And in my other episode, I talked about that I realized, you know, even though I know about the Catholic hijack, I know what's not true. What in particular is not true. I understand what is true of the messianic figures and uh that Christ, the Christ the origin the real Christ the idea of it represents the heart chakra that's why they always draw Jesus with the glowing heart and all of that and so whatever parts of that story and and how they presented it the name whatever it doesn't matter the value is in that heart chakra is the key to once again unlocking everything and being able to truly be caretakers of the planet. But in order to be worthy to even get to that, a purification process has to happen. So um, it's all about that heart chakra. That's what it's about. And I don't think it's a mistake that that breast, where that breastplate is. And there's a whole lot more that I could tell you. But I also understand from from my past life uh, thing the other day that I have to be 
in order for me to see and understand certain things that I have to have a certain level of uh, self-control or what do they call that, decorum or whatever. I can't tell everything. I can't tell everything. And that means that I have to sift through it all to see what I actually can tell you because uh, as soon as I really wanted to, you know, how I wanted to go in and be like, ooh, who are you? Like, I almost feel, okay, I can't tell you that. But I wanted to do that. And the second I tried to do that, it disappeared. So I realized that I have to have That was only supposed to be a message to me that Most High is in control and he does have people that guard this earth and protect. I think they protect human beings if we're, if we're being right and doing right. And I was feeling really some kind of way. And I really needed to see something from on high. I needed, I needed affirmation, real affirmation, because I just know so much of what we were taught and raised to believe and that we see our lies And when that happens, I mean, I never lose my faith in the most high, never, ever, ever. But when you just see that so much of it is lies, you just get to a point where you're just like, I guess this is his will to let these people do this or to let this go on, whatever. But anyway, what I was allowed to experience ever so briefly was exactly what I needed to know. Of why they have to make all these plans and do all these things. Because they're, the Most High has, has his beings that are on our side. And they were, I'll tell you something if it makes you feel affirmed as I was. That they seem strong. When I mean strong, I mean Balanced. What do they call that? Stable. They seemed intelligent. They seemed to to know what is appropriate to have discernment. And another reason I think I was allowed to see them was for me to have an example. To restore my faith that not everybody is really out for themselves at the end of the day. You know, or trying to get over on somebody. So to see good men, agents of the Most High, and the honor, the honor... It was so, it was so, uh, I don't have a word. I know this word is ephemeral, but that means slipping away. But when I say that 
that it was so thin. My perception was so thin and yet so real at the same time. It was supposed to be a lesson that that he's got it. He's got it. But I did see, I also see that I believe that creation is given, we're given an intellect. We're given a measure of faith or courage. We're given um, a choice of whether we're going to use that courage or whether we're going to just go for the okey-doke. And if we're going to live or ascend or whatever it, whatever it is that you think that you're here to do, whatever you decide is what it is, know that it's 100% your choice and that it's not, oh, well, the environment is this, so, you know, I just chose that. You chose. You chose. Whatever gets saved, whatever gets preserved, is us exercising our free will. Because that's the thing about the Most High, is that he's so... uh, He's not a tyrant in what I perceive. We have this free will. And if we want to have a certain type of planet, if we want to live in a certain kind of way, it is as we, as we thinketh, as we speaketh. And that's remarkable to really reflect and understand, overstand how powerful we are as individuals. And collectively, first you have to decide in yourself what you, you have to make an assessment and you decide in yourself. And then you add your two cents to everybody else. And we, it's like, it's like the whole planet getting to vote on whether we want to survive or not, or how we're going to survive or how we're going to live do we accept this system of slavery? Because it's literally that simple of every person, even of different demographics, even of different uh, belief systems, if we all say no, just say no to slavery, then it won't happen no matter what they've got. But people have become followers to the extent that they're looking around to see, well, is anybody else going to say anything? Nobody else is going to do anything? Okay, well, I'll say no if a million other people, if we're all in a group and we say no together, then I'll say no. And you don't understand that it's, it's not about that. It's about that one single voice, the one inside of you that makes a decision 
to use the light energy and the free will and the courage and the love in your heart chakra to love yourself and love your family enough to stand up for yourself. You're going to have the biggest impact of all. No matter what your neighbor thinks. Because they can fake what your neighbor thinks. I look at YouTube videos now and the whole comment section, you know that I can have the acumen to tell that. Completely fake. And you could be sitting there thinking, well, everybody thinks this person is so great. Everybody thinks that this this perfume doesn't smell like, you know, skunk hole. You know, like just it, you can be made to believe anything. You can be made to believe anything today just by the fact that everything is digital. Everything is digital now. So that means you're living in a virtual reality, which means there's a reason why there's a reason why we had the matrix. Because in the matrix, they showed us. They showed us that everything in that world could just somebody outside the program or whoever's pulling the strings could just be like, okay, we want the street to be like this. And then when they come in, they sit down here. I'll tell you when I first found out about CERN, someone left a message for me in a fortune cookie in a Chinese food restaurant that I hadn't even gotten to yet. Got down, sat down, opened the fortune cookie. There was the message about something I had thought about earlier. And I, I know I know when they use CERN. And then I don't see them using it for bad things as, as I did before. I'm going to be honest. I don't see it. For pettiness, I don't see it. And that makes me feel... That actually made me feel a lot more... A lot better. Um, the subtle things. I didn't see as much... There's still people manipulating things, but the, I didn't see them using that. So I can say that. Um, what else? So, um, but anything in our environment, don't you know, any kind of anything can affect us. Anything can affect us. A lot of people can be like, how could you listen to that? How could you watch that? Because sometimes I know when things, events are fake or phony to have a certain effect on me. And I can, I can separate myself from it emotionally. And I can put it where it belongs. Do you know what I mean? And that is something, that is a part of the discernment. We all know that we have to have this level of discernment, right? But then we don't get it at the same time. That, that weeding out the lies and the little things tiny shades of deception are part of the discernment the just say no part that it's not whether you said it it's not whether you said it outwardly to anybody else it's what you, you where your pendulum is on the truth of all things it's going to be more and more about things being authentic of what it really is because we have so many things that are, are fake. Like, you know what my mom used to complain about? I was thinking about my mom a lot today. 
all right, I am still kind of on the tail end of my period. People have all these, oh, well, if you were a nun, why do you get upset? Why do you tell these people off and blah, blah, blah? I'm a human being. I never said that I was any kind of different from anybody else. I have the same feelings, the same, everything is everybody else. And I'm really going through it. My back hurts like hell. I'm smelling and tasting the toilet all the time. You know, I mean, it's just endless. It's so many things. It's too many things, unfair things happening at one time. It's too much. And nobody thinks that it's enough. And and this person, yes, I feel sympathy for this person. But it's like, why is everything to his uh oh you know there's certain people where it's like they can't be inconvenienced or they can't feel anything or they can never have to face uh up to what they did or for anything that they do nobody can ever say you know uh, with me they could just try to fake shame me over any kind of nonsense but people that actually do stuff you you can't mention it if you mention it oh you're mean if you mention any level of deception or any level of a lack of integrity or uh, immaturity, pettiness, some people, apparently they're above reproach. You're not supposed to say anything. And that's bollocks. I hate to tell you that is that is part of that slavery system. And I'm sorry, I'm in too much pain. My skin is coming off. I mean, this is ridiculous. My father is thinking about, you know, his age and being able to enjoy the rest of his life. Why? Why? He put so much into me. He really did. But both my parents cultivated me. They raised me as a princess. No matter what this little situation is, they gave me everything. And I picked up the ball and I ran with it. This what's going on is not fair. I'm too good for this. And when I say that, I mean as a person, as a substantive person, I'm too good for what you're allowing to happen. I'm here to teach people lessons, not for people that don't know anything about the belief systems that they think that they're enforcing to think that they're teaching me something when they don't even know what they believe in. Historically, they have no idea about the Bible. They've read it a hundred times. They can tell you every line of it, but they don't understand it. Maybe they think that they're in a secret society, but they still don't know shit about if you don't know about your own people. There's there's stuff they're not telling you. And if you don't know that, you don't know zip. So, you know, I'm just like. God, these people are ignorant. And depending on what I'm looking like any particular day, based on how bad the situation is, then you get to decide, uh, you know, or whether I can do this or whether I can get that. And it's like, who are you? you? You haven't even put in any of the work that I've put in on any of these levels. I'm not bragging. I'm saying I have a purpose to do. Don't don't tell me uh, that I need to, to go under some kind of weird punishment about my purpose when you're obstructing me from doing my purpose. I could be giving people a lot more. 
You don't even know what it is that I have to give. You don't even understand it. But these people think that they're in authority over me. And, and, and if they think that they're so uh, religious and so holy, know that the Most High has his eye on you. And anybody that gets in the way of any of his children, if they have a divine anointing on their life, I don't want to be you very soon. I don't want to be any of you that tried to obstruct me or be cruel or get in my way because what's coming your way, you bet you better repent. You better repent instead of worrying about me because I know the track that I'm on. If I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do, he wouldn't be, I, I, he wouldn't be giving me, I'm getting spiritual abundance. So people may be looking at my bank account and they're like, Oh, she don't. Oh, she couldn't buy no ice cream today because her transfer didn't go through. Oh no, did you see that? You know they're saying all that, and I I missed out on the Uggs that I really needed for the weather that's coming up, and you know to have a comfortable, uh, professional looking shoe in case I I have to meet somebody or whatever. I missed out on it because I've been working nonstop, and I. I promised people in my Patreon blog that I would be doing some storytelling and stuff. And so I had a really good story and it was a true story and it's spiritually based and it's right up my alley. And I decided to invest my time there as opposed to me uh, acquiring or consuming another uh, materialistic object. So I couldn't put a price on the experience that I had tonight that no no material item can compare to when the most high shows you something or when you just feel something divine or you st- you can just have an understanding of something that pertains to the divine that you didn't understand before that can change your life for like a t- on and on and on and on. It just keeps multiplying the blessings. So I don't I don't regret that I missed out on those boots because I was supposed to I was supposed to have that little experience and then I was supposed to tell everybody the story. And for anybody that had a hard time getting through the week this week, anybody that feels like these evil people are winning. Anybody that feels like, man, I can't believe they messed up Star Wars. I can't believe this is what it is. I hope that this little episode uh, did something to reaffirm your faith and uplift you and understand that that story, the story of Star Wars and the meaning of Star Wars in our lives is whatever we decide it's going to be and take away no matter what these people did to it they didn't respect it they don't really care about it they tried to make it something else that's their business it's still our story any kid that ever grew up on it it's the story of the human being and our struggle every day to be like And I go through it myself. I don't pretend like I don't go through it and you see me going through it. 
So don't even go there. I And I don't even, I mean, maybe I should stop myself. I am 100% transparent on that. When I feel mad, I'm mad. When I'm happy, I'm happy. And I don't try to, I don't try to pretend anything. It's whatever it is, is what it is. And maybe some people are like, oh, she should just be holy all the time. And, you know, and it's like, I, I kind of am. I'm pure. I don't, I don't do it. I don't know. I don't do anything, you know, like that. And I, I stay, I stay in my, you know, in my lane, you know, but I'm a human being. And when you're judging me so harshly about how I need to take care and I shouldn't, I shouldn't speak up when I see my stuff in someone else's hands and them being prospered by it. And yet I need to be humiliated when they don't want to see that same work. You don't understand that if I didn't speak up and say what I said, they would have kept on persecuting me endlessly. If I didn't reveal any of the other stuff that I could do that I told them all along I could do, but they didn't believe it until they actually saw it. If I didn't have the confidence to do what I did and to continue to hammer at these people, you give them too much credit. Bullies, bullies, bullies do not stop unless you make them stop because they're, they're hurt children themselves. They're hurt people themselves and not till you take that rock out of your hand and you shake them back to reality and say you, you shake them out of that cycle. Because they're on automatic and they'll just keep beating the tar out of somebody because that's that's what they know. And when you interrupt the pattern, when you interrupt the pattern, that's when they go, oh, it's a it's a different world to them. Who am I? Who are you? What happened? You know? That, you know, I've, that scenario, you've seen it in a movie somewhere where somebody's like under possession or something and then something happens to interrupt the pattern that they've been in of, of their carnage or whatever it is that they're doing. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, oh, what happened? Even a narcissist for a while, when, when, you, when you break the pattern and you shock them out of their pattern and you also react differently or you do something differently or, yeah, you, you don't be their victim and you don't even fight them. You just can, at every single turn, just beat them at their game. You know, when, when that happens, they have to break out of their cycle and say, wait, this is not working the way that I thought it was going to work, that the programming was going. What's happening? What's going on? And that is a metaphor for what humanity has to do to the people that have been programmed since birth to do the bidding of those that are against humanity. It's going to take, it takes a lot of courage, even in people that are abused, that are following orders. They're programmed to follow orders. It would take all of their chakras being in alignment. The heart chakra, 
the decalcification of their pineal glands might even be required to get them to understand that we don't have to choose the story that's been written by someone that we're all kind of playing out. We don't, that doesn't have to be, what we see in Revelations does not have to be the ending that it is. Life is choose your own adventure. We have free will. If we didn't have free will, then uh, it would all just be happening anyway. In a way, certain things, certain key events are destined. I'm studying, I'm studying a lot of different things about destiny, probability, alternate uh, timelines, all that kind of stuff. I've been looking at it forever. But there are certain key things that do uh resonate and certain things that are faded. There's certain things like that. But then we also have free will. It's like I told you the other day, one of the reasons I stopped looking at the cards was because I realized like, not to say that I'll never touch them again, but you're you're seeing different possibilities based on the energies. And uh, you can affect fate. I do understand that. And the more you see something that might have been in, if it's in your subconscious, you can produce it. And then you keep focusing on it, you can manifest it. And if you want to be independent, you, you have to be knowing what you're manifesting. And it's a difficult thing to do. Believe me, I'm under enough stress and strain and, you know, just unnecessary nonsense that I've just, I've just had it for everything that I give people, for nothing, for free. I don't get anything uh, other than knowing that I'm serving the most high. You know, I can barely live, but I'm giving every single thing. And I've always given every single thing. So that's what it is. And um, understand that you're the Jedi and that uh, our ancestors turned into Vader. And the question is, is the human race going to let it end the way uh, that this movie just ended? Are we going to choose that ending? Are we? What ending are we going to choose? And I, I don't know. That didn't feel like the real ending. I don't know how to tell. I enjoyed the movie immensely, but it didn't feel like the real ending, you know, and uh, I said today in response to some of the things that, uh, that Star Wars girl was saying, she was saying stuff like um, she was very upset that why did it start out with them having a bad marriage, Han and Leia having a bad marriage and then having a messed up kid. It's like, well, it's just programming. You know, we these characters represent people and we're being programmed that, you know, it's the end of man and woman. And it's just uh, the denizen slave that has no no gender and eventually no sexuality at all, because they're gonna they, there's not gonna be any sex, not gonna be any uh, reproduction, and you guys you guys aren't ready for that. It's just one thing at a time, and people don't think beyond the certain moment. So that's why the movie did what it did but I will still always love Star Wars uh regardless of what they did and now that I know I can start to do some deeper thinking on what 
that whole struggle really was. There are actually more stories in there. I'm not trying to do anybody's work for them. But this revelation of tonight just opened up a whole new thing where I'm like, okay, now I understand why they had Samuel Jackson in there. Because they were trying to tell, to be honest, they were trying to tell more of the truth. They are trying to tell more of the truth. And I was like, well, but why him with the mother effort? Like, why would they put him in there? But really, he is who those people would have been. That's probably his lineage. You don't know. You know, they tried to tell the truth. And he was one of the highest paid and most successful actors at the time. So now I'm like, oh, okay. Now I understand. Now I understand it. And they they really are trying to tell more of the truth in an unsatisfying way. And we got to stay after them and stay on them and show them how. Show them how to do it, the representation in the way that we want. And um, part of that is by you're simply rejecting manipulation. It's that simple. Not throwing a hissy fit, getting so angry, although that can be entertaining. And I guess people can get channels off that. So go for, don't let me stop you. But um, I enjoyed the movie and I really am very grateful to the Most High for snapping me out of the pattern that I was falling into, you know, by showing me that there's still surprises and wonderful things, you know, that I just can't see at this moment. But, you know, that that was a cool thing about Return of the Jedi. I think Return of the Jedi is my favorite uh, of the movies because... There was a moment, I think, where uh, I think Han was frozen, Leia was strapped to Jabba the Hutt, which was like, as a child, the worst thing I can imagine. And I think Luke had lost his hand. And at one point in the movie, it was just so, it just seemed like they were totally lost. And that's when Luke came into his self-realization with the Force. And he came in and everything turned around just by him having a different perspective and getting realigned with the energetically. And I think that that is the answer for all of us too. And it's right there in our face. And if you don't let them make us hate the story or be tired of it, or let somebody just tell you that 500 times in your ear, oh, it's oh I hate Star Wars. I'm over it. And blah, 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 blah. It, it doesn't matter whether you call it Star Wars or not. That's the story of human beings. You can hate it. You can whatever you want. But if you don't learn from it, that's your survival. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy it. And we'll see how much of it they let you guys get. Um, I will be having... I always say I'm going to cut back because I'm tired as hell. And I have so many personal things to do. But... um, you probably will be getting more video from me uh, and have some fun stuff, all different stuff. You might have seen it in my Snapchat, uh, but, you know, I completely have different visions of things come out can, totally different uh, at the end. So you, you will be getting videos and uh, please don't forget that I'm a human being. 
I'm not just here for your entertainment. Think of me as yourself. You know, the second commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. Would you want this to be happening to you? When you think of it from that way, you find all the compassion that you need to make the right decision. Kyle Powers Radio. May the force be with you. Always. Clear for entrance into Hangar 12. Hangar Chewy. We're coming. Whoever this Chewy person is, this is madness. You don't know Chewy after 20 months.
Thank God. I don't care if you win. 
I need Kylo Ren to lose. Just exile them. 
I noticed they left R2 at home and brought BBE. It took us years to find what we're looking for. Because he rolls down the hill better. But that's so wrong. Where's R2?
to go after her. Get the Falcon fixed and get out there as fast as we no, can. I'm gonna lose her. Look, she left us. What do you want to do? Swim? She's not herself. You have no idea what she's fighting. And you do? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And so does Leia. Well, I'm not Leia. That's for damn sure.
Look at yourself. You wanted to prove to my mother that you were a Jedi, but you've proven something else. What? I know. You can't go back to him now. Like I can't.
son is alive. You're just remembering. Your memory.
Unlive me. Who's ever ready? How'd you do it? Defeat an empire with almost nothing. We had each other. That's how we won. Hey, don't touch that. That's my friend. So sorry. She is gone. Yeah, she's gone. I don't know where. I miss her. I miss her too. Robots. So what's your name? I gotta talk to you about something. I gotta talk to you about something. I can't do this alone. I need you in command with me. But this droid has... Thank you. I appreciate that. General? <laughs> this droid has a ton of information about it. So go ahead. Wait, what? I had Dio. Sorry, Dio. He was going to Exegol with Oshio Vistune. Why was Oshio going there? To bring the little girl he was supposed to take from Jakku to the Emperor. He wanted her alive. <sighs> Since the death of her son at the end of her Jedi path, 
surrendered her saber to me and said that one day it would be picked up again by someone who would finish her journey. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. You'll take both sabers to Exegol. I can't get there. I don't have the Wayfinder. I destroyed Ren's ship. You have everything you need.
Fighters and breeders can take out their cannons if there are enough of us. He's right. We'd be no more than bugs to them. That's where Lando and Chewie come in. We'll take the Falcon to the core systems. Send out a call for help for anybody listening. We've got friends out there. They'll come if they know there's hope. They will. First Order wins by making the state we're alone. We're not alone. Good people will fight if we need them. Leia never gave up. And neither will we. We're gonna show them we're not afraid. What our mothers and fathers fought for, we will not let die. Not today. Today we make our last stand for the galaxy. Galea. For everyone we've lost. They've taken enough of us. Now we take the war to them.
Empress, 
take this entire ship down. What? How? We're gonna hit the command deck. Rose, please. Go. Like nobody can intercept their talking. The ritual begins. She will strike me down and pledge herself as a Sith.
friends. I'm sorry. I felt we had a shot. There's just too many of them. the devil worshippers. Rise and take them. Ray. 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 Bring back the balance, Ray. 
The force surrounds you, Ray. Feel the force flowing through you, Ray. Let it lift you. Rise, Ray. I stand behind you, Ray. Ray. Rise in the force. In the heart of the Jedi lies her strength. Rise, rise. Ray, the force will be with you. Always.
mission. These are you. This is you.
everything is straight. Everything is straight. I know we're going to see just the last minute. Just the last five minutes. thought I said all I had to say but no matter whether we think they messed up or introduced certain characters uh, that didn't go through what the original characters went through you know what I started looking at it and maybe they are telling the story of the state of male female relationships and uh and the children that feel messed up or whatever. They're telling that story. And, um... That next generation continued it with the children fighting with belief systems from their families... And the only way that it could come out at the end, the way that it was resolved, was by Ray and Kylo Ren going through moments of self-actualization of their own journeys and their own story. That's how they freed themselves from the family curse, from the karma from she freed herself from whatever you know people talk about the contract the spiritual contract you know and remember when Palpatine was like you're my granddaughter and you have to kill me and then when you kill me you'll become me and you can't escape this cycle and you're gonna get sucked into this no matter what you know that cycle of breaking the pattern. That's how you get free. Is by breaking the patterns. And a lot of people, you know, breaking the pattern seems insurmountable, right? But before you can break the pattern, you just disrupt the pattern. And then you'll get better and better and better at that. And one th- so that's very, very important because what I saw, and I don't want to ruin the movie for you, that's why I'm putting it at the very end. I think with with Ben or Kylo, you kept seeing the moments where he remembered who he really was. And then that love for his family or Ray or whoever that is what uh, enabled him to break the patterns and to break out of it and make his own decisions, you know, that might not have been in line with what he thought his legacy, what he thought his legacy was because of who he was and his bloodline. And that's, that's what all of these bloodlines, you know, we judge them for doing things that we can't even we can't even imagine, right? But imagine if 
your family has some kind of bloodline where if they don't drink that blood, they're not going to be here. That's natural to them, right? So they are like all these elite families. They're like Kylo Ren. Where they would, they would literally have to break out of the cycle of becoming the next Vader, of becoming transhumanized. That's the, the seduction of the dark side is the transhumanism. And you'd have to be able to break out of that to be your authentic whatever it is that you are in order to be free enough to make the decisions that he made that say you know that that had the effects that it had and ray also in her own way had to do the same thing to keep defying whatever seemed to be set up of fate that's what she 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 had to do to break what seemed like she was going to become that because that's what was set up so long ago or that was her DNA or whatever, whatever. And why is this important? This was the last little piece that I wanted to give you guys that I've been think I was thinking about earlier this week or was it? I don't even know when it was, <laughs> but it was recent. Um, and that was about freedom. I was thinking again about this simple concept that we always hear. The truth shall set you free. If I have any kind of homework assignment to give everybody for the week, is to really think deeply about what that means. Before we try to do anything in the physical or even in the spiritual, you know, because I always go to the spiritual, but before you even do physical, before you do spiritual, the mind is a part of it. And even the physical is a part of it. And yes, exercise can free you from all kinds of uh, thing, emotions that are stored in the body and in the muscles. But the mind is the most powerful of all. It can overcome the body. It can connect with the spirit to override anything. So with your mind, what does that really mean? The truth shall set you free. Because I think a lot of people, when they think of a savior, they think of somebody that will ride in on a white horse and will, you know, handle the enemy with a sword, you know, or, or maybe they envision it. You know, we spent a lot of money on our military. Maybe they think it's special planes and guns and all that kind of stuff. And what we don't understand is that the first war and the the plane of battle is the area of hearts and minds. So when they say the truth will set you free, if you're in a deceptive situation that isn't true or isn't real, 
Meaning someone is trying to trap you or corner you or project on you or make you think something, deceive you, put you in a role to identify you in a certain way that doesn't resonate with the frequency of who you really are. If you can more fully and completely resonate and vibrate with the frequency of who you truly are, that is not in agreement with whatever is coming in from the outside, then you're automatically free. You're free from the illusion. You're free from the delusion. You're free from enslavement. Why? Because you have self-possession. You know who you are. You have yourself. You're not waiting on someone else to tell you what to think, what to feel, what to do. You you have your own. You follow your own inner voice. You can reason. You can rationalize. You can think. You can figure things out. And you can take the appropriate response. So that's why truth sets you free. It's not, we could win this thing tomorrow without anything. How? If people knew the truth. And that's why I always said that the biggest impediment to us being free is the fact that everybody has all different kinds of versions of the news. So if everybody is not in agreement on what is true, then there's no way that you can even begin to battle because you don't know that your enemy is misinformation or lack of information. Ignorance. Ignorance. His people suffer because of their ignorance. But if they had knowledge of self, if they had knowledge of truth, if they looked for truth as if they were looking for gold in a gold mine, everybody would be free if everyone were really looking for the truth, able to accept it. And to look at it. And to come to conclusions. From that truth. No one would be able to enslave anyone. Because everybody would know who they are. And so why would you let someone else that is not the most high enslave you? If you know the truth. If you know the real history. Why would you let it repeat? That is what it means by the phrase, only the truth can set you free. Something to think about. Kyla Powers Radio.